Hey everyone and welcome back to another fanfiction. Today we're going to be going over a very long one and it's quite extensive and this is a part one. So I'm gonna want you guys to write your part twos as always in the comments. Otherwise this one would go on forever, which I know some of you don't mind, but anyways. In Tales of the Jedi, we saw the climactic end to Yadel's life at the hands of Count Dooku. It seemed Yadel was one of the only Jedi who wasn't totally disillusioned with politics and disbelief that the Sith had returned. When she followed Dooku to the works, which was a secret meeting spot for Sidious and his apprentices, she learned of the true nature of Dooku and Sidious's intentions to destroy the Jedi. It was here that Dooku was ordered to kill Yadel as a final test of loyalty to Darth Sidious, his new master. Before defending herself, she gave Dooku the option to join her and kill Sidious. So today we're going to look at what if Dooku did join her in that moment and how will it impact the rest of the galaxy as we know it going on to affect Anakin, affect Order 66 and the rest of the Jedi. Dooku, it's not too late. You can still right all your wrongs, no matter what you've done. I fought for Qui-Gon's position on the return of the Sith. I still believe the Council has become disillusioned and engulfed with politics. We can make things right but you must join me to eliminate the Sith. He is the reason your former Padawan is dead. Dooku stood there, his back to his new master, Sidious hiding in his cloak. He could feel Dooku's betrayal festering. Dooku turned to Palpatine. Did you order Qui-Gon to be killed? It is the price of a greater good for the galaxy. I lost my apprentice like you did yours. A sacrifice for a larger gain. He was not to be killed. You gave me your word. His death will not be in vain, my apprentice. I have done all that you have asked of me. Sifo-Dyas, Camino, clones. I have betrayed everyone and everything I know. No, you have been loyal to a greater cause. How many have died because of my actions? Such is the price of freedom. No. Dooku backed away, still facing Sidious. He ignited his blue lightsaber along with Yadel's green one. Sidious extends both of his hands outwards to the sides and ignites his two lightsabers much like he did against Maul and Savage Oppressed during the Clone Wars. Dooku moves with Yadel, the two slowly moving in opposite directions surrounding Palpatine, encircling their prey. Sidious lets the rage build within him as he has his arms outstretched towards Dooku and Yadel. Taking the first lunge, Dooku steps in and fences Sidious as Yadel jumps up and tries to slice Palpatine's head. The Sith Lord blocks both attackers with ease as he laughs. Twirling like Yoda does when he fights, Yadel moves with speed and precision akin to the Grand Master. As Dooku holds his ground against Sidious, the fight wages on. His mastery of Form 2 Makashi proves itself in the duel against Palpatine. Now, Palpatine had mastered all seven lightsaber forms, yet he was not as good of a swordsman as Dooku. Yadel flipped and jumped as Dooku pushed his attack, and Sidious drew upon the darkness of the Force to move with immense speed, giving credibility to his name, the Shadow. It was hard to keep up with him, and yet Yadel and Dooku knew how to control the pace of the fight, keeping Palpatine on his toes at every swing and block, carrying with ease and precision. Unfortunately, one misstep and Yadel would be killed, which is eventually what happened in the duel. As she moved to Palpatine's side, he fired Sith lightning at Dooku and knocked him backwards, focusing his attention on Yadel and destroying her in a few moves. 
the Jedi Master was dead. The Sith Lord was far too powerful and experienced in the dark side. And as Dooku saw her fall, he leapt at Sidious, and now the battle was uneven for the Jedi Master. You will soon join your apprentice for your betrayal. Dooku used all of his training and his experience to battle the Sith Lord, finally disarming him until Palpatine fired both hands full of Sith lightning at him. The lightsabers weren't enough to deflect the attack, and Dooku became paralyzed with tendrils of electrical waves coursing his body. As Palpatine turned Dooku into ash, he had the droids remove the evidence. Getting into his ship, he set a course for Naboo. He had a funeral to attend to. The death of Qui-Gon Jinn came as a surprise to all the Jedi, but not Sidious. He knew the might of his former apprentice, Darth Maul, and could still feel his life force. The sheer hatred and anger that Maul polluted the galaxy with in his halved state kept him alive, but also acted as a beacon for those sensitive enough to find him. A year after meeting young Anakin Skywalker, Palpatine flew to Lotho Minor to retrieve his former apprentice. He lives, he said, watching as Maul had turned himself into this monstrosity of a spider. Palpatine took him in and reconstructed his body to give him normal legs, much like Mother Talzin did. He trained him further in the ways of the dark side and punished him for losing to Kenobi. Maul would go on to take Dooku's place but with one problem. He didn't believe that they needed droids to win the galaxy over, missing the greater picture of Palpatine's plan. He always questioned Sidious, which annoyed him. Maul's only motive was to kill the Jedi and seek revenge on Kenobi. Palpatine assured him that when the time was right, Maul would be sent to the Jedi Temple to destroy all the Jedi there and to have all of his fun. And that's what leads us further down into the story. This is where it gets pretty interesting. If you're still with me, leave a like on the video and let's continue. The events of Star Wars would play out, with Maul running a similar course to Dooku. They would blow up Grievous' ship and turn him into the cyborg that he had become introducing him to the galaxy a little bit sooner than we saw him in Revenge of the Sith. During the events of Attack of the Clones, General Grievous would be introduced as the general of the droid army and fight alongside Jango Fett during the arena duel. Fun fact, he was actually there and watching in the shadows according to the novel Labyrinth of Evil, which was released when George Lucas still owned Lucasfilm, so in my mind it's canon, however of course Disney does not see it as canon and they see it as legends. Grievous and Jango would be destroying Jedi in the arena. Until, of course, Mace Windu would use the Force to crush his chest, just like he does in the original Clone Wars cartoon, causing him to cough forever. Jango would survive, and so would Grievous, as they get into the Slave One ship as it's summoned from Jango's wrist, just as soon as the clones arrive. Jango knew all about the clones, obviously, and felt that they were nothing more than cannon fodder, which is exactly what he did when he got into his ship quickly. He opened fire on the arena, blasting Jedi and clones into dust, until the LAAT gunships all started firing on him, forcing him to escape. That is, of course, once Newt Gunray and the other Nemoidians were safe to leave. Anakin and Obi-Wan would head back to the Jedi Temple, where he'd eventually marry Padme on Naboo. Anakin would meet Ahsoka a little while later and train her to become a very powerful Jedi, while Maul continues to oversee the galaxy with Sidious, waiting for their moment to strike. Palpatine would continue to take Anakin under his wing and manipulate him. The nightmares of Padme dying in childbirth would happen all the same. It was the will of the Force, regardless of Dooku or Maul being alive. As the events of the Revenge of the Sith would arrive, Palpatine would be kidnapped by Grievous instead of Dooku, and Anakin and Obi-Wan would be forced to fight him on the Invisible Hand, killing him together. 
As they walk out of there with the Chancellor, the ship doesn't crash land on Coruscant, but rather lands normally. And the events of Revenge of the Sith play out just as Palpatine had planned. With Grievous no longer in the picture, Obi-Wan wouldn't need to go to Utapau to defeat him, so he would remain at the Jedi Temple with Anakin, and Maul and Sidious would oversee all of the Separatist operations. This would prevent Anakin from going to the Chancellor's office after being denied the rank of Master and denial of going to Utapau to fight Grievous, and therefore the time to reveal that the Chancellor is the Sith Lord would need to be done at another time. In fact, Palpatine would let his new apprentice reveal himself by executing Order 66 on the Jedi and then sending Maul to infiltrate the Jedi Temple. Anakin would go to Palpatine one more time before this all happened, and Sidious would tell him that he has the power to save the one he loves. To use his knowledge, he begs him. Anakin leaves in a rage and threatens to turn Palpatine into the Jedi Council. As you should, but you're not sure of their intentions, says Palpatine. Before Anakin can reach Mace Windu and Obi-Wan at the Jedi Temple, Palpatine reaches out to Maul via hollow projector. He orders his apprentice, who was stationed above Coruscant waiting in his scimitar spaceship, that the time had come to walk into the Jedi Temple and destroy the Jedi. Palpatine spoke into his comlink to all the clone commanders. Execute Order 66. End part one. Now, obviously, there were so many different angles and ways we could have taken this one. Dooku could have won, but I don't really think it's realistic. I don't think Dooku and Yadel would be able to take on Palpatine. I mean, if Maul and Savage can't take on Palpatine, I don't think Dooku and Yadel would be able to. Palpatine could have killed Dooku, and Dooku killed Yadel quite easily. Therefore, I think it's fitting that, of course, the Emperor of the Galaxy, or future Emperor of the Galaxy, would be able to defeat Dooku, especially at this lower stage that he's at, since he doesn't even know how to use Force Lightning just yet. There could be another scenario where he does kill Sidious, and Yadel does survive, but I think we can address that at a later time. In this one, I would like for Darth Maul to go to the Jedi Temple and end up fighting Obi-Wan, Mace Windu, Anakin Skywalker with all of the clones, and I want Sidious to join him as well. I think Sidious and Maul entering the Jedi Temple to fight all of the Jedi would be pretty remarkable. Now how this would work with Palpatine's political plans, I'm not really sure. He would have to do a very good job of hiding his face and remaining in the cloak. And if he can do that, then it is very possible that he may remain a senator, as they wouldn't be able to tell who it really was. So a bit of a different twist on this one, I just wanted to see Maul enter the Jedi Temple and end up fighting Anakin and everyone else along with Sidious and I want to know what you guys think the ending should be like. So write your part twos in the comments and let's hear them. Thanks so much for watching today's fan fiction. I will see you all in the next video on Star Wars Theory. Until then, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, remember, the Force will be with you. Always.